You're listening to Work Human Radio. And here's your host, Mike Wood. Welcome to another edition of Work Human Radio, pioneered by Global Force. My name is Mike Wood. I am your host, and I'm joined by Sarah Payne here. Sarah, say hi. Hey, Mike. So, Sarah, I recently had the pleasure of talking to Tony Schwartz, who is the founder of the energy project and he's also speaking at work human you'll notice the trend that we talk to a lot of people that are <laughs> speaking at, at work human but um it was a really good conversation so he's all about energy right yeah so well I, i'm amazed that you took that from being the, the energy project yes he's all about energy um but not just you know how much energy you have like you need to have another red bull or something like that mm. he's like mental energy physical energy emotional energy and so his team works with companies to look at their processes and find out how, how more to maximize their, their people, their human capital. Um, he actually has um, a lot of the tenets that we promote at Work Human. He, has, he very much follows meditation. He has a nap room in his uh, office space for his, his people to take a nap if they need to. Kind of like our Work Human Yes, believe it room. or not, a little insight into Global Force. We have a Work Human room here. You can go in there and just kind of digress if you have like let's say you have a whole morning full of meetings like i do every monday (laughs) you just go into the work human room and they have like a little stream of rocks and stuff like uh, re-energize yeah you re-energize i'm sure tony would be proud yes exactly (laughs) so here's my interview with uh tony schwartz i will see you after the break and i hope you enjoy it so uh tell me a little bit about your background what brought you to where you are today as the founder and ceo of the energy project well, I was a journalist for 20-plus years, uh, but I was always interested in human development, performance, uh, what stood in people's ways, what made greatness possible. Just from my teenage years, I was interested in the parts of people that you don't see, from what's going on inside people that's influencing how they show up in the world and how they perform, uh, but isn't necessarily visible even to them. And so I, as a journalist, I wrote a lot about these subjects and ultimately wrote a book in the mid-1990s called What Really Matters? Searching for Wisdom in America, in which I sort of set out on a journey, a long journey, to talk to people who thought they had some kind of, or who did have, to talk to people who did have some form of expertise or insight about um, what makes it possible to sort of more fully realize your potential to, well, I'll leave it at that. What, what, um, what, what makes it possible for people to more fully realize their potential? And I talked to all kinds of people, meditators, psychologists, scientists, uh, psychics, though I didn't end up actually writing about those folks, uh, all kinds of people who were interested in what makes it possible to be more fully human, more wholly human. So uh, I wrote that book, and when I finished, I realized that I talked to a lot of people who believed that they had some sort of ultimate answer to life's big questions. But my experience was that each of the best of the people that I talked to, among the people I talked to, and even the best of them, they all had partial answers, and that there was something more integrated that was necessary to really live a whole life. 
and I didn't see anybody out there who was providing it. Really, that became, in many ways, the inspiration for the Energy Project. It was my desire to create a practice and a, and a way of thinking for my own development, but also uh, to be able to share it with other people. And uh, I began doing this work with a partner in 1998. The partner was a sports psychologist who was working at that time mostly with athletes. And together we took uh, some of those ideas and some of my ideas, some of his ideas and some of mine from what really matters and created something for uh, people in the corporate world. And we did that together for five years and then we decided to go our own separate ways and I founded the Energy Project in 2003 with the idea that uh, we would help people manage their energy rather than their time. And the notion was that time is a finite resource and people had kind of run out of time, but they still had demand increasing in a kind of relentless way in their lives. So what were you going to do to meet that demand? And the value of thinking of it in terms of energy is that energy is something that you can expand, you can renew, and you can use more efficiently. And in the human system, unlike uh, in the world of machines, you need four different sources of energy to operate at your best versus one for a laptop or a car or a stove. And those four are physical energy, which is sort of the foundation, the quantity of energy available to you. Emotional energy, which is the quality from you know, negative to positive. Mental energy, which is the focus of your energy because the ability to focus on one thing at a time is a powerful way to get things done at a higher level of quality, but also quicker. And finally, spiritual energy, which is the energy you derive from the experience that what you're doing really matters, because when something really matters to you, you bring a lot more energy to it. So physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And then we began to look at the research and really try to understand what are the key factors that drive each of those four sources of energy. And in addition, how do you think about energy not as something you simply spend, which is the way most of us think about it, but something you equally renew, because otherwise you're going to run out of it. And with demand rising, it's particularly easy to run out of energy. So to kind of dignify or, or celebrate the idea that the renewal of energy is as important as the expenditure of energy when it comes to sustainable high performance was at the very heart of the work that we began doing. I love it. Um, those are some things that we um, at Work Human were really tapping into is that we've seen in research that people want to be valued for their work. They want to show that they have meaning more and more. They don't just want to be a cog in the machine. And I mean, if you look around, there's energy supplements everywhere from Red Bull to, you know, just even coffee every day. We're all kind of short on energy are is there anything that you do in your daily life that you know or some small changes that employees can do to make um to kind of re-energize themselves well first of all habits is very important uh the only changes that last are ones that you habitualize or what we call ritualize and far and away the best way to do that is to do whatever the behavior is at the same time in the same way every day or at least with a regular cadence. So for example, 
and this is hardly a surprising one, but I, when I wake up in the morning, the very first thing I do is to uh, take a run. Because running, first of all, after a night of sleep is an alternative to having been sedentary, but it also is something that fuels energy. I mean, you're not doing it for the very first time and therefore have very little capacity. But at this point, I have significant capacity. So it energizes me just to run, but it also relaxes me mentally and emotionally. So it gives a variety of kinds of renewal and therefore is a very efficient form of renewal. But I will also, uh, when I uh, finish with you today, um, I'm going to be off to my dance class. Uh, I take ballroom dance and I do it because I love it. <clears throat> and because I love it, it is a powerful form of renewal. But I also don't, I don't think much when I'm dancing. I'm just in my body and that's itself a form of renewal. I, you know, I take intermittent breaks during the day. Everybody here at the Energy Project has access to two rooms that we call renewal rooms where they can take a nap or they can sit and meditate. Uh, other people find it very relaxing and renewing to listen to music and different kinds of music work for different kinds of people. Taking a walk in the middle of the day, calling a loved one, anything that actually gives you a sense of being refueled we could put under the category of renewal and there is no absolute answer about what renewal works best for any given person. What is absolute is that you can't just spend energy. And if you do, you'll be a lot less effective at noon than you were at nine at three than you were at noon. And by the time you head home at six or seven or eight, there'll be very little left in the tank to bring to your family. So this notion of renewal needs to be built into your life in all different kinds of ways, in all kinds of ways. Yeah, so basically just find something that is going to help you clear your mind for a little bit and relax. It's, it's three different things that you want to do. You want to ideally clear your mind, so something that's very physically challenging or occupies your mind, or even a disciplined practice like meditation will quiet your mind, but then you also want to quiet your physiology, which is a way of saying quiet your emotion. When you get upset, triggered, frustrated, angry, anxious, fearful, what happens is you move into fight or flight and your prefrontal cortex begins to shut down so you don't think very well. Your perspective narrows. Your ability to make reasoned, reflective choices is diminished. And so anything that allows you to quiet your physiology is also putting you in a better emotional state. And uh, then physically, if you are sedentary, it's good to move. And if you are moving a lot, it's good to rest. So all of those are important components of renewal. Well, this is great. It sounds like you've really like kind of uncovered something here that can help a lot of companies. How would you... Um get this in front of a, a company and what would you tell their CEO that they could do to, um, to kind of build a better workplace? Well, we have a very um, systematic way of doing that. And we work with uh, probably 30 or 40 of the fortune 200 uh, over the last uh, five to 10 years. Uh, and usually we're brought in by 
with the support of the CEO or the CHRO or both. And what we do is we uh, intervene at, in the best of our uh, engagements at three different levels. At the individual level, um, we teach, we have a, a program we call People Fuel, which is kind of our core program, our bread and butter program where we just teach the principles and strategies of managing your own energy. Uh, at the individual, at the leader level, we are looking to help leaders and managers to manage the energy more skillfully of those they lead by understanding that they are effectively chief energy officers, that they have a disproportionate impact on how the people who work for them feel and therefore they need to not only be very self-aware about what emotional state they're in, because how you feel is fundamentally how you perform, but also get much more attuned to their impact on the people who, with whom they work. And then finally, we work at the organizational level. So as we've evolved, we've moved from being just a training organization, which is where we started, to being um, a consulting organization where what we're trying to do is help organizations create the workplace that supports a healthy way of working and ultimately a high performance culture. And we've learned that if we don't intervene at all three of those levels, the likelihood is we won't have nearly as much impact and it won't be as sustaining. So what role does appreciation fit into all of this? Um, like how can managers and HR professionals effectively like bring that appreciation into the workplace? Well, I mean, machines don't require appreciation, which may help explain why uh, appreciation and gratitude and even just plain compliments have not historically been a big part of the work experience. And I say that because we have treated people all too often as if they're machines rather than as if they're you know, three-dimensional human beings. And one of the things we know about human beings is that other than food and perhaps shelter, there's nothing more important than the experience of feeling valued, of feeling worthy, of feeling respected, of having a sense of dignity. So appreciation is one obvious and critical way of letting people know that you value them, that you not only you don't that you don't take them for granted, that you do notice not only their accomplishments and their successes, but you also notice their individuality. You call out what makes them special because part of what makes a human being feel valued is to feel valued in, for their own distinctiveness. That's great. I, I couldn't have said it any better myself. So that was our interview with Tony Schwartz of The Energy Project. You can see him at Work Human, which this year is in Austin, Texas, April 2nd through 5th. We hope that you will join us. Just go to www.workhuman.com to see all the different speakers that we have, all the tracks that we have. There really is something for everybody there. And if you care about a human workplace, then you should be at Work Human next year. It's going to be a blast. Actually, Work Human will be there, too. We'll be recording live. So if there's anybody out there that listens to the podcast, come say hi to me. Um, otherwise, I end up kind of sitting off in the side for a couple of days. But um, so 
we hope you join us at Work Human. If you want to follow some of the Work Human stuff that we're doing, you can visit www.globalforce.com backslash GF blog for the blog. Um, you can visit the Work Human Community Forum on LinkedIn. You just type in Work Human Community Forum in the search bar and it'll be right there. You can submit different things that your organization's dealing with and we'll try to answer them as, as much as possible. And we hope that uh, you will join us at Work Human next year. And uh, for Sarah Payne, I'm signing off. This is Mike Wood. Thanks for listening. <laughs>